Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, Ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I am your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with Patricia Kirkman, PK, who is roasting out in Tucson. So, PK, what's going on out there? Yes, darling. Well, I feel like I should be on a spit. They should be turning me every once in a while. Now I know how that piece of bacon feels. I guess so. It has been horrible. Yikes. Yikes. They said Terrible. it. Somebody just told me a little bit ago it was 113. So I don't know, but I'll tell you what, it's darn. Now I know what I can say. It's hell of a lot of heat. <laughs> that. that is true. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad you're surviving it. Glad you're here with us tonight because we've got a really fascinating show, as you know. Oh, we've got Rhonda don't. and Dwight Hall. They are such good friends of ours. They are renowned Southwestern Ghost Hunters, and Dwight is also an animal communicator extraordinaire. They've seen it mm-hmm. all, and they've even had UFO experiences. And if we have time, we're going to get to their personal stories and their theories on what these things are. We're going to hear from them about all of this, and we're going to start with contacting the spirit of my cousin, Jesse James. He already contacted me this afternoon, but I'll be sharing more about that in a little while. But first and foremost, What's going on with the numbers? It seems like everything is on fast, fast forward. What's happening? <laughs> Understatement. But before I tell you about the numbers, I do want to say this is Tucson's 244th birthday today. Wow. Just kind of throw that on out August, there. You know, 244 yeah, and it's years. August, August 21st. 21st. 2019. Right. And here we are. Oh, yes. my goodness me. Can you imagine? Happy birthday. Thought, oh, Tucson. Yes, I had to at least mention it. But now, when it comes to what's going on around us right now, whoa, everybody please remember that this month is a review of last year's stuff. And everybody's, I'm getting phone calls. Why am I going through this? I just went through that last year. Well, that's why. It is a review of last year. So we're getting a chance to kind of clean things up, hopefully tidy them up so that when they're done, they are done. That would be the best part of it. So that being said, I want to jump into something else here. Okay. Go for it. 
Morning in the Desert that is going to be the show in 2020, May 15th and 17th with Rhonda and Dwight. And the things that I had to look at here was, isn't it really strange? It's going to be a universal four years, so it's going to be down and dirty about all the things that need to be taken care of. But it's going to be a nine universal month when this takes place, which is about the past and things that have already gone by. So it's going to bring out a lot of information during this haunt that we hadn't even planned on. So, folks, hang on to your hat because there's going to be things coming. And I know Dwight and Rhonda are aware of it, but I'm surprised as I'm going through it going, wow, look at this. Oh, wow, how about that? So (laughs) it's going to be a lot of fun and very, very interesting. Good news. I like that. I hope it's all the stuff we like to talk about, the paranormal stuff. Of course it is. Of course it is, because it deals with what past, present, and possible future. It's going to be a combination of things. Definitely Oh, my God. Definitely that. So when we take a look at today's heat, today's heat, know that things will, another weekend will be out of all this mess, and we'll be able to concentrate on what's going on that we need to put into order for what's happening this year. So start taking a look, folks, at the things that have been hitting the, the shall we say, haven't stuck to the wall yet this year. Everything has been ongoing because you're going to get a chance to review it and go over it this coming month. So start making your list of things that you have to take a look at so that you can clean them up. And when September will be over with, you'll be out of the woods. Just a thought. All right. That's a good thought. I like the thought. It's a good plan, and you always have good advice for us, PK. And everybody who wants to get more information on their own name and numbers, contact PK. You can find her at patriciakirkman.com. You can also find her on supernaturalgirlswithaz.com. And you can schedule your own private session and find out what's happening for you, what's coming up. And let's see. We have some interesting paranormal news, and it's it's us this time. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. us. So here's yeah. the story, everybody. This is what happened. Last week, we were invited out to dinner, my husband and I. We normally don't go anywhere. We're always here, and everybody makes fun of us because of that, but we don't care. We like being here. But we were invited by some very dear friends, so we went out, and when we came back, I pulled some of the security footage out of the camera, and now keep in mind, there was no one else here. It was just the property, Uh, and we have cameras. A lot of them are set off by motion, so this camera was set off by motion. And there were these pictures that were taken pretty much at dusk, but they were very clear. And one of them, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, this looks a little strange. And I look a little closer, and then I blew it up a little bit. And there was the head of a gray alien, two dark eyes. And it was a large, large head. I mean, it was not the size it normally would be. It was large. It was like floating in the trees. It was very strange. So I posted it on Facebook, but a lot of people couldn't see it because on Facebook they only have that little square and it's difficult to see. 
So I told everybody, look, if you want me to email it to you, I'll email you the large picture. You can see it. So that's what I did for a bunch of folks. And tomorrow I'm going to post it on our Supernatural Girls website so you can see it there. But it's clear as a bell, a lot of people who got it in email, everybody who got it in email was able to see it easily. But then I took it a step further and I cropped the photo and I took another look at it and this time I found eight faces. Now these are clear as a bell. I sent them to you, PK. You saw them? Yes, I did. I and thought they were relatives. Each, yeah, uh, maybe, but I don't think so because some of them did not look human. But uh, what does that mean? So anyway, <laughs> I, I put all the faces in blue circles so that people could see them. I'm going to post that photograph tomorrow. Now, this is very unusual. Usually, we do not get footage on that camera of anything weird. We have gotten lots of strange footage on other cameras on the property, but not that one. This one is extremely close to the house. So it was a very unusual situation with these photographs, and I compared these because this camera is shooting at the same angle all the time and in no other pictures, and I have hundreds of pictures, in no other pictures did these heads and the alien heads show up. The other question is what set it off? Because, like I said, nobody was here. Physically, the the property uh, was empty of people, and there were no animals that set it off, or we would have captured them on the camera as well. So I believe we have opened up a portal, and I was talking to our buddy, George Lugo, about that today, and he says, I told you, I told you, you are opening up a portal there, and there it is. So there were all different kinds of faces. They were not all aliens. They were not, like I said, they were not human. But I'm going to post it tomorrow on our SupernaturalGirls.com page. Take a look. We'd love to hear from you as to what you think is going on and what you see in those photographs. But it's quite extraordinary, and I'm happy to share it with everybody. Luckily, we didn't get any naysayers. Um, I think we got one guy that just couldn't see it and said something not so nice, but that's okay. Everybody else was trying very hard to see it and the people that asked for the personal email of the photograph got it so happy to share it again and this is something very strange going on and we're going to keep a close eye on it clearly our cameras are keeping a close eye on it so all is exciting over here in the hill towns of massachusetts now we also have candles on sale candles that have been made by katrina rasbold and myself they are full of mojo. We highly recommend them. There's a soul-clearing candle, a wealth candle, a love candle. They're on sale, $10 off each. So this is your opportunity to stock up, try them for yourself. They're very powerful. And soul realignment is also on sale. I took $100 off the price. This is rock-bottom pricing, so you can all have an experience of it before we move into September and October. So if you want a session, just send me an email. If you want a session with PK, send her an email. We'd love to work with you on and answer any of your questions. That's what we're here for. And to make your life even more exciting from the supernatural side. So tonight we have with us Rhonda and Dwight Hall. And they are renowned 
Southwestern Ghost Hunters, and Dwight is an animal communicator extraordinaire. So we're going to start tonight. We're going to do a bit of a variety. We're going to start with contacting the spirit of Jesse James, my cousin. Then we're going to talk with some pets. We're going to have Dwight talk to my pets, and we have some people waiting online that want uh, Dwight to talk to their pets. And then from there, we'll go right into UFOs. So we've got a, an exciting show for you, everybody. So sit tight, and let's bring Rhonda and Dwight onto the show, and Jesse too. Rhonda and Dwight, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. hello. Good to be back. Yes, good to be back. Yes, yes, yes. And I just wanted to mention to everybody that you are the authors of some very interesting books, Conversations with Spirits of the Southwest and Speaking with the Spirits of the Old Southwest, Conversations with Miners and Outlaws. And tonight we're going to focus on an outlaw to get started, and that is the famous outlaw, Jesse James. So today, as I shared with you earlier before we got live on the air here with our audience, that I was driving back after a long day being on the road, and all of a sudden I heard the word whiskey. And I I don't drink, so I thought that's got to be coming from Jesse. So he's got quite a dry sense of humor. This was him. You guys are going to have to confirm this. And he mentioned something about whiskey sour. He could have invented that drink. So I thought this is right in line with it sounds like who he was. And so I'm going to leave it at that, and you guys can pick it up from here and share what you know about him, faking his death, et cetera, and see if he will chime into the conversation. Well, I'll start with the whiskey sour thing. Um, You know, back in the Old West, uh, you know, the whiskey and such wasn't all that great. Um, so a lot of, a lot of people don't know, but they used to put a lot of fruit juices and sugars and stuff like that in with their whiskeys and, you know, their liquors back then to make it palatable because they weren't that great. So, you know, by Jesse telling you that, that was kind of, uh, interesting for me to hear that because that would have been something that would have been sought after was like a whiskey sour. It sweetens it up a little bit and takes that extra bite out of it. So, yeah, that's that's interesting because I, I can see Jesse probably doing that. That is so funny. Yeah, I had no idea of the history of the whiskey sour, but that makes a lot of sense. And he has quite a presence when, when he comes through. And he's even in spirit, he comes through very tall. So <laughs> let's see if we can get some information from him tonight about his life because, as we all know, we had the great-great-grandson of Jesse on the show, and he, among others, and you guys agree and I agree, Jesse was able to fake his own death so that he could finally have a semi-normal life. He did it successfully, and he lived way into his 90s. So how do you guys feel about that? Do you think that's what happened? Absolutely. There's just no doubt in my mind. I mean, even, you know, not even psychically, but just, you know, looking at everything and researching everything. I mean, Jesse was, he was incredibly intelligent. That's why he never got caught. He knew what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And he always had backup plan B, C, and D. Um, So, you know, the, the story of, you know, he had these two clowns come over his house you know, and they're relatively new. He didn't really know them, but, 
you know, he goes ahead and takes his gun belt off, hangs it on the chair, turns his back to him to dust a, a photo or a picture on the wall. Really? I mean, not even the dumbest criminal would do that. So, you know, as far as faking his death, absolutely. And that's what I get, you know, for sure, psychically, that, you know, that, yeah, was, all just a, that was just an all a ploy. Um, he had had enough of the outlaw life at that point. And, you know, he just wanted to call it quits. And the only way to call it quits for good was to fake his death. If people thought he was dead, then they wouldn't come looking for him. So, you know, and that's, that's I'm sure, and even psychically, that's what I pick up, that, you know. He was done. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he was absolutely done mm-hmm. with that life. He was, he was tired, and he was tired of doing all that and running and everything else. He just wanted to settle down. And, uh, you know, what better way to do that than, Take your death. To be dead. Right. So I think that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, you know, and was it Bob Ford, I believe, was the guy that, you know, touted himself as the one that killed Jesse James. But, you know, I think we all know that Jesse didn't die that day. So, yeah, that's – he went on and, you know, to do great things, I'm sure, under a different name and a different life. So, well, he was very, very spiritually connected, and according to his great-great-grandson, he was also connected to Templar, the Templar Knights, and he had treasure buried and all kinds of things. But I'm hearing him saying his kids drove him crazy, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> so uh, apparently, you know, it's I feel from him that he really loved his wife, but his kids, he said, his kids drove him nuts. So... I don't think that his children were of the same ilk that he was. And this happens. You know, people have children and they run off in a completely different direction. Or in his words, his kids ran off in a million different directions. They didn't have a direction. And that's what he just said. So it's really funny. This is the more, um, I guess, normal human part of Jesse, not the outlaw but the man who was in process of raising a family, does that make sense to you guys? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know um, at some point, maybe a couple of years ago, we saw some documentary on him after he allegedly was killed. Um, and it, I can't remember if it was his grandson or his son, but I remember the, the show stated that he always was asked, uh, by the younger generation about his life, and he never wanted to talk about it. Um, he was literally done with that. He wanted. He started a new life, um, doing you know whatever. But um, so that could be you know his kids did were a different breed, if you will. Yeah, Jesse was cut from exactly. a different cloth. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. Um, and like I say, he was tired, and I get that. Definitely, I get that psychically. He was just tired of everything um, and just wanted to call it quits. And, you know, like I say, that's what he did. And, um, you know, he's a incredibly intelligent, incredibly funny. He had a, a very much a rapier wit. Um, so pulling it off was, you know, probably didn't take much thinking on his part. I think he just uh, naturally came across the solution and uh, pulled it off and, you know, I, I really, I'm getting kind of the feeling, again, psychically, that, you know, a lot of his friends didn't even, you know, know that he was alive. I think he just kind of, you know, shrunk, so to speak, 
and uh, kind of pulled away from everybody except for very, very close family and maybe some of his, uh, you know, Civil War buddies. But, uh, you know, other than that, as far as everybody knew, he was dead, and I think he was happiest that way. Yeah, that because he life was, able was to, dead. Yeah, he was able to craft his own life the way he wanted it to be. But what right. was so funny when he was just talking about his kids driving him crazy, I mean, this is a man who had charge over even the most chaotic of circumstances when they were robbing banks and trains and whatever. But with his own children, <laughs> it was a different story. <laughs> so I just find that humorous. Different Jesse. And yeah, and you I'm know, sure he didn't Jesse, find it life, humorous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so there are a lot that's of parents true. who just do not escape the the terror of their own children, and that is what happened. I here. really <laughs> jumped that. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I do too. Oh. Yeah. I just think that's hilarious. Yeah. But he obviously loved life. I mean, he lived to be into his 90s, and I'm hearing him say that, and he just loved having more of a peaceful life, not having to look over his shoulder, though he, I am hearing there were a couple times he had some concerns. But, again, being able to leave that behind and, and have the second chance is remarkable. Um, it's just a remarkable story and a remarkable life. But in, in terms of his, his connection with this greater spiritual path, I'm not sure how that came about, but maybe it was just inherent. It's just a part of who he was. He always knew it was there and just always accepted it. That's what I just heard. He always knew it was there. He always accepted it. But living way back then and having that kind of connection and knowledge was unique. Yeah, that's for sure. It probably was, and he was probably in tune when he was leading more of a criminal life that he was thrust into. He was probably very in tune, although we may not have attributed that to being spiritual until after he left that life and Mm -hmm. the chaos wasn't there any longer. Um, But obviously he was very, very in tune. He, you know, he escaped so many close calls. Um, You know, the the man was brilliant. He He really was. Nine lives. (laughs) He had a lot more than that. Got through the chest when he tried to surrender and have a normal life that way. It did not work out, but he survived that. So there is a, a real toughness about this man who survived a gunshot wound through the chest way back then. Um, but there's just so much mystery around his later life. And I'm sure in what he's saying is he got time to be more reflective. And But he didn't have many people to share this with. This was just something that he knew was a part of who he was. And then he pursued uh, this particular uh, path very privately. But he did have buried treasure. And people are still talking about where that treasure is. Have you heard anything about the buried treasure, you guys? Well, I mean, we're, we're aware um as as far as you know psychically of course he's not giving it up i i really you know and we talked earlier about jesse having a kind of a dry you know sharp sense of humor and you know he's not going to give it up i think you know he's actually having a good time watching some of these people try to figure out the clues yeah, where it is and, and everything <laughs> Probably. else and i think Look he's, at yeah. I think he's yeah yeah 
Yeah. I, I made an X on the tree and they're saying it's this and this. And, you know, I think he's just having, you know, the time of his life, so to speak, just watching everybody try to follow the breadcrumbs. And, you know, Jesse was smarter, smarter than that. You know, he, he threw breadcrumbs where he wanted and he left them out where he didn't want them. So I think he has a good time with it. I don't think he's going to really give it up. Uh, as to where it's at or anything else. Um, we've tried with several outlaws. You know, we've had conversations with the Clantons down here in Tombstone that have, you know, buried treasure all over the place around here. And, you know, they they kind of laugh they and, and they're not going to give it up either. So I think, you know, it's kind of the the final, you know, ha-ha, I guess, when they, when they cross <laughs> over yeah. so they can kind of, yeah. you know, look back and watch all the, watch all the people scurry around like ants trying to figure out the clues. Right. No, they, they went through a lot of hell to get it. They weren't going to give it up to anybody. But it is interesting <laughs> exactly. to look down at all these idiots running around when they're laughing on the other side. That's exactly. Right. They're probably having a party over there watching this, uh, drinking their whiskey probably. sours. You know, the other thing I just heard Jesse say is this. He, was a re- he said, I was a really good shot, and he was. He also said that he felt the hand of God on his gun when he used it, which is a really unusual thing to say, but that's what he just said, that he felt that. He felt that power uh, behind him, and that's also what kept him safe uh, from the people that were out to get him. So it's interesting. There was always that spirit connection, that feeling of God in his life, even on the hand of his gun. So... So that this was a very spiritual man, almost I want to say monk-like in some ways, but uh, mm-hmm. very different than everybody else in that time. You know, um, I've also heard uh, Tonto, uh, the guy that survived Benghazi, has the same sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Theory. A- anytime he was in battle. Um, so this is a soldier that survived Benghazi, okay, the 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, right. When he has talked, he has always said, and it, I think it's in the movie too, he's always, he always felt like he had angels or the hand of God watching over him. He never got scared going into battle <laughs> because he was, felt like he was protected. So very similar to Jesse. Yes, that is. That's, that's really interesting. Well, I think there are some some warriors that are certainly protected like that and have guidance that go far and beyond the rest of us, that's for sure. Um, So he's very interested also in these times that we're living. So you're right. You know, he seems to be watching not just people looking for his treasure, but watching all of us, that this is a very uh, special and different time right now. And he's talking about watching the time frame, the time waves is what he calls it. So interesting guy. I don't know if you guys have any other messages from him. You know, no, I've started to get some kind of a chest cold or bad allergy, so I am not psychically in tune at all. (laughs) Oh, poor Rhonda. That's miserable. My goodness. Um, (laughs) Well, I think, Jesse, we'll, we'll keep the channel open to you, certainly. We love talking with you. We hope you'll come back and join us anytime. It's been delightful. Enjoy your whiskey sours, and we're going to give you credit <laughs> for inventing that drink. How about it? 
I think you deserve yes, it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. <laughs> okay, so we'll close out that part of the show. Jesse might pop in again, but uh, now we're going to move to our segment on animal communication. So to start it off, uh, Dwight and Rhonda, I sent you pictures of my little guys who I love with all my heart and soul, Hermes and They're Gabriel. They're such cuties. They're Aren't so they? sweet. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'd steal them if she'd let me, but she won't. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. It didn't but I fit my purse when I was out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, really. So let me ask you, Dwight, because you are the animal court, uh, animal communicator extraordinaire. I wanted to see if you could connect with them. Now, they're getting up in age. Uh, they're going to be 14 very soon. So I'm always concerned for their health and well-being. And I was wondering if you have any uh, connection with them that you can let me know what's going on. Well, you know, I, I looked at the photos. In fact, I'm, I'm looking at them now. Um, as far as health goes, um, now I don't, I don't know names. I don't know. They look very similar. So, um, Okay, um, well, well, one of them, um, I'm not sure which one this is. Um, the eyes are a little more, um, I'll, I'll say more crazy-eyed. They're not looking straight forward. They're kind of off to the side a little bit. Okay, that's Gabriel. Is he, <laughs> is, is he older? Is Gabriel um, older? Yes, only by a couple, okay. a couple weeks, just a couple weeks. Okay. Okay, um, he's he's starting to suffer. Well, I, I'm, and he said he's he told me that you know this, but um, he's starting to suffer from um, some arthritis in his lower back and his hips. Yes, his back his yes. back hips. He says you know that already. Um, yep. His eyesight, of course, is not what it used to be. Um, mm-hmm. He's he sees he kind of showed me a little bit. He he sees more in a um, like a tunnel vision. Kind of thing, so his peripheral is is gone, um, but his mind is still sharp as a tack. Yeah, I got to tell you that. Um, and his body is not. I mean, he's got arthritis like probably the rest of us do, um, and he's he's not able to run and jump like he used to, but uh, he still gives it the you know the old college try is what he's you know basically showing me. Um, That's true. The other one though. Yeah, the other one though, um, well, that's he's Hermes, the aggravator, the isn't he? Hermes, he's kind oh, of the yeah. aggravator, isn't he? Yeah, that's what he's showing me. He's telling me that you know he's he, what he told me is you know I'm I'm the smart one. That's what he told me. <laughs> and, and I thought that was very funny that he would say that. Um, but yeah, he's the instigator. He's he's the one always. Yeah, he. I'm looking at him now. That's why I'm I'm trying to connect with him and try to try to pull some stuff through right now. Um, and I do this purposely at the time of the reading, so I don't, you know, because what I get from him, you know, a few hours ago may not be what you know is coming through now. So I wanted to make sure I did it on the spot and just do the reading immediately. Sure. Boy, yeah, he is a joker, isn't he? Holy cow! Yep. Yeah, her, yeah, he is. He's the instigator. He's the one that, 
generally he's the one that starts barking, and then uh, Gabriel will, will chime in. Right. Is what it. That's right. Yep, that's what he's that's what he's telling me. He said, "I'm the smart one. I'm the one that figures it out first, Is what he's saying. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Okay, that's true. <laughs> you got it right on the money, Dwight. Okay, well, you know, it's right from the dog's mouth, I guess you'd say. So, but uh, yeah, he he's a character. He's a character. But uh, health-wise, I don't I don't see a lot. Um, does he gets he gets. Um, I guess you'd say more congested, I think, is what the term would be. Um, more sneezy, more than, than what Gabriel does. That's what bit. he's showing me. Yeah, that he, yeah that's what mm-hmm. he shows me a little bit. Um, but as far as health with him, I mean, he seems pretty spry. I mean, I, w- I would have definitely have said that he was a couple years younger just by his physical condition. Mm-hmm. How he, is he comes that? across um, let me turn back to him real quick here um, you know not bad he's not showing me a lot of pain um at least not right now uh, okay. yeah good. he's really not showing That's me good. much and let me ask um, you this if you can ask both of sure. them if they are <laughs> seeing any of the unseen uh, things that we've been talking about here on the property and in the house. Okay. Um, now, um, Gabriel, Gabriel um, I'm looking at him right now. Okay. Gabriel is telling me he's not, he doesn't trust what he sees because he's mm-hmm. got that kind of a tunnel vision thing, but he hears a mm-hmm. lot. And mm-hmm. he says he he definitely hears that there's a lot going on outside. Well, outside and inside. Um, he he's yeah. He told me I I just don't I don't trust my eyes anymore, but I can hear. Um, now Hermes, yes, yeah he he sees a lot. He's got very clear eyesight is what he's showing me and yeah he he sees a lot he sees a lot of uh lack of a better term like um figures or shadows or you know stuff moving but he knows they're not animals because mm-hmm. he says you get deer there he says you get a lot of deer yes. there we okay. do yep. and he knows he knows he knows what those are so that's that's not what he's talking about um mm-hmm. but he said they're t- but he said they're tall so that's uh-huh. interesting. Yeah. Um, that is. I, I'm, I'm trying to talk to him now. I'm trying to get, pull a little bit more, because um, you know, tall to a small dog. You know, what's that mean? But, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get him to give me some kind of a comparison. Um. And, ah, okay. Well, he said taller than you. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Is what he's there saying. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, taller than Mama. Yeah, t- yeah, taller than he. He just said taller than you is what he said. So, um, but very, very thin. He said. So huh. it's not a, it's not a. 
like a big animal or anything, like a big hulking animal or anything. This is very... Not a bear on... No, not a bear or anything <laughs> like that. No, because, yeah, I know. He he keeps telling me, you know, it's not a deer. I know what deer are. Um, <laughs> um, but he's... What he's kind of showing me is a very skinny, dark shadow. I mean, very skinny, very tall, dark shadow is what he's that showing makes me. Sense. He said it moves... He said it moves between the trees. Wow. I don't know how many trees yeah, you have around there, but okay. But he's telling me it moves between the trees. Yeah. So keep an eye out. Yeah. Um, okay, now hold on. Gabriel's coming in here. Wow. Um, Gabriel is telling me, and I don't know... See, this is hard because dogs have such, but you know, such better hearing than us. Do you right. hear? Have you ever heard? Because Gabriel is telling me about this. Uh, he's trying to tell me what it, it's like a, it's like a hum, but a very deep, like a, not a grunt, but more of a hum or something like that. But it's very deep. He said he can hear it all the time. Wow. Uh, that's that's it's, is not familiar to me, but it wouldn't surprise me okay. either. Okay, because I don't know if you could hear it or not, but he's saying that he hears it a lot. It's a deep hum, or a, I'm trying to get him to explain it better, and I'm, I'm just not. You know, the connection just isn't because <laughs> I'm coming down with something. That's okay, too, so but to, that's very interesting yeah. that he hears that. I thought that Gabriel was deaf. See, now I find out he's just not listening to me. <laughs> right, that's you know. Yeah, Gabriel is not deaf. He, <laughs> yeah. No, he's kidding. His eyes are going, but yeah, his eyes are going, but his hearing is top notch. Okay, um, that's sneak. That's sneak. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> But, uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Thank you. So that's yeah. That's I'm um, I'm trying to and maybe as we you know talk to different things you know throughout the show he'll he'll give me more information because he's really trying to he's really now trying to tell me what that noise is that he always hears and oh, all, he keeps, all right. Well, we can you know, spend ba- a little more time on that and see if he can describe it to where it's coming from and what it is. Yeah, maybe you know he'll be able to you know clarify it or give me a better and maybe you know i'll just pipe in with it later on if it comes through better and with that yeah because i'm wondering is something is this a sound that's coming from inside the house or is this coming from outside the house outside the house outside the house outside the Mm -hmm. house and it's very low he said it's very deep is what he's telling me okay cool all right well we'll see if he pipes back in and gives you more info on that Excellent. All right. Well, let's, we've got a couple of other callers here. Um, We've got, let's see, Steve from New York, and I sent you pictures of two kitty cats to look at. Do you have those in front of you? Uh, Let's see. Yes, I think I do. Let me get Steve on the line, and then we'll go to Pat in Connecticut after that. So let's see. Hey, Steve, is that you? Hey, Patricia, how are you? Well, we are good, and we are anxious to hear your questions for Dwight and your two little fur babies there. Well, hi, hi Dwight. Um, 
Hi, Steve. Take it easy on me, man. I'm feeling a little down on the weather, but I can do what I can for you here. Well, sick people. One, God. One of Go one of our cats there is one of our cats there is masked, and you can tell from the picture why. Right. Uh-huh. And the the other one is uh, bright eyes, and uh, bright eyes is a. Uh, Long in the tooth, so to speak. Seventeen, seventeen plus years old. Yeah, she's 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 older, but yeah, she's. Uh, I'm looking at them both right now. So go ahead, go ahead. I'm just trying to pick up from that. Well, but my, basically, my my question is exactly what uh, Patricia was asking about uh, Gabriel and Hermes. Uh, just in just in in general, uh, general. how's she getting along? Uh, how is she getting along? Okay, let me look at her. Uh, um, let me look here. Oh, wow, she's pretty. She's beautiful. I can see why you call her bright eyes. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, let me look here. Uh, I'm trying to see what she's... Okay, I can, I can tell you... Right off the bat, that you know, mental, you know, as far as faculties and stuff, she is sharp as a tack still. Age has not dulled her senses at all, um, at least mentally, is what you know, because she's very clear-headed, very, very clear. Um, uh-huh. Let me ask you this: um, Does she, or do you know, uh, if she has any digestive issues? Uh, yeah, she does. She's on, she's on a medication for it. Okay. Okay. Cause that's what she's kind of giving me the impression that she's got digestive issues. Um, do you feed her a, uh, uh, more of a gentle cat food? Yes, we do. Okay, good. Good. Um, we thought we've come, we've combated that. We've combated that problem and so far we're winning. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem to be uh, uh, it's it's not a uh, an issue as far as um, it's nothing it's nothing major right now, but it's something that you know she it came across to me, so I know it's something that you know is an issue with her or she knows about because um, she's definitely showing me issues with digestion. Um, uh huh. She vocal she yeah. vocalizes she vocalizes every morning at five a.m. for like literally for almost an hour. Okay, um, let me let me ask you this. Um, Cause she kind of it's as, it's as if she's having a conversation with me. She well, you know she. I'm trying to see here. Well, she's having a conversation, but. I don't think it's with you. Let me ask you this: Have you lost a, an animal recently? Uh, well, Mask, who's in the picture there, is is one of her kids. Um, okay. She had she had four. The, we had four of her kids. We had two girls, two boys, and she also had another litter. So she had a total of nine. And she's the and she's the last one standing. Okay, so Mask has passed over. Correct. Mask is passed over. Okay. 
That makes sense then. That makes sense. I think that's who she's talking to, Steve. Did they, did they, were they together before he passed? Because she's showing me they were. Oh, yeah, they were all together in the house. Yeah, they, okay. In my house. Yeah. I, had, okay. I, had all fi- I had all five of them. Okay. Okay. That, okay, now everything's kind of falling into place. Um, yeah, she's, she's definitely having a conversation. Did they, was 5 o'clock in the morning a, a normal time for, like, for them to tear around the house or, you know, it was yes, wake it was. up time or, okay. Yes, it was. That makes a Okay, that's why then. That's why she's doing it. She's talking to him. She she can see him. Okay, um, and that's wow. what she's showing me. Um, and she's. I'm just I'm I'm looking at the picture again here. Yeah, she's. That's, 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 why. that's very funny. So even even in there. Even in the afterlife, they're not giving me a moment's peace at 5 a.m. Huh? Not a bit. Not a bit, my friend. Not a bit. And, and she, she's called, she, I think she's calling them on the carpet every day for you. Because um, that's what she's showing me is that she's, she's talking to, but not just him. I mean, there's others. Um, so, yeah, there was, two, there was two girls, two boys. Okay. Okay. Well, they're, they're still... Uh, apparently, they're still taking you down the road, even in the afterlife. Because <laughs> that, that's, you know, and, and, you know, all honesty, that's what she's doing. That's what she's telling me is um, she's telling me it hasn't changed is what she's telling me. And I didn't know what that meant until you said that they had passed over. That's why I asked was right. 5 o'clock a normal time because um, she's telling me nothing's changed. It's, you know, same old, same old, same old, same old basically. Because she can still wow, see him, especially, yeah, especially mask. Because um, I'm I'm looking at his picture now. Um, wow, he was kind of a. I'm not picking a lot up on him, but. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of a. She. He's kind of an inst- she. She's kind of an instigator. Was she the was she the alpha? No, kind of the leader the, of the um, pack. No, no, no. Fatty, Fatty Boy was the alpha. He was the gray and black okay. one. We used to also nickname him Jaws because he his gray on top <laughs> and, and he used to chew on the strings every every string in the house. So he nicknamed him ah. Jaws also, and he had the same color as a white shark. Okay. He was the he was actually the alpha cat. Okay. Yeah, because she's coming through very strong. That's why I said he, because it was almost a, a very, dominant you know, male. very dominant, you know, the way right. she came across. But, um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, but your cat that's that's with you now, um, you know, health wise, other than digestive, that's the only thing she's really showing me. Um, mm-hmm. Now she's she's showing me aches and pains, but like most of us who are getting older, we all have them. Um, right, I don't think it's right. any concern. Um, mm-hmm. And I would I would definitely say, um, you know, keep her on the general food, keep her on whatever you know medication you have for. Um, right. And you know I, I'm not seeing any you know upcoming issues right now. I think she's she's pretty good. To be honest with you. Well, sounds good. Thank you. 
You're very welcome. Yeah, that's great. You're very welcome. And you know, Steve, yeah, if Steve. you want to, yeah, if you want to come to our webpage, or you know, I have a a page on Facebook called Animals mm-hmm. Speak. Um, it's a it's a Facebook page. Um, please like that because you can keep, you know, keep in contact with me as as time goes on, and I can keep track of her. So if anything changes with her, I might be able to get a hold of you and let you know. Or if you have any further questions, you know, please, you know, okay. feel free. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Okay. Steve, okay, thanks so much Bye-bye. for your call and sharing your beautiful kitties with us. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was interesting, huh? Yeah, it was. It's Great. A, what a beautiful dog. cat. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are gorgeous, huh? Well, now we're going to go to Pat in Connecticut, and she has a couple of questions for you. Hi, Pat. Okay. Hi. Hi to everybody. Hi, Pat. So what, hi. So good to have you back on the show. What are your questions for Dwight? Well, I've got two, um, hopefully not too long. Um, if you have time, I'd like to hear about my dog that's um, alive and old, like the ones you just spoke about or the one that passed before him. Um, But the main question is, there was, I'm going to look at the picture in a minute if that helps you. There was a bald eagle with only one wing that has been in a sanctuary for 30 years. And it was stolen, stolen this July. Someone they have on, they have on camera, a man cut through the, the cage and took him away in a bag. They're ah, heartbroken, heartbroken and terrified that he was used for feathers. Um, oh, but God. We're hoping, that we're hoping he's still alive. And um, wondering if you see anything about that. His name is Sam. And um, it just helps us. Pick up, oh, I'm looking at the face now on my computer. I don't know if you can pick that up or not, but um, I'm 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 trying to get anything I can right now because that seems really urgent, and I uh, um, you know I what you know after. After we get off here, um, if if you can email me the picture because I I really want to I really want to work this, um, and if I see a picture of Sam, I'll be able to hopefully hone okay. in better and and give you better um, information inf- information on that. Um, the be- fact that I'm not the fact that I'm not getting anything at all worries me. Um, so I, I want you to go ahead and get in contact with us through either our website and we'll try. Uh, website is uh, Believe Paranormal, B E E L I E V E, Paranormal dot com. Um, you can get go to your page. Yeah, go to my page and then you can shoot me a a, a message with the picture. Um, and yeah, I really because by not getting anything right now at all, um, I'm worried. To be honest well, with you, and I, I wanna, I wanna really look at it and see if I can give you the, the best, absolute, clear reading that I can on that. Thank you. Okay, I'll send that to you. I just um, requested a friendship on your Facebook page, 
Okay. Um, okay, perfect. My, my dog, Chance, is, yeah. thank you so much. My dog, Chance, is next to me. I'm sorry I haven't sent pictures. Um, he was rescued. They were going to put him down. Um, he was mm-hmm. treated horribly the first two years of his life, and he became fear aggressive. Anyway, I took him on. I've had him for uh, eight years. He's got a huge heart. Just, you know, he's getting old, and um, anything about him or the one before him, Bo, and when I when I send you um, the email, I'll send you my Facebook. Or you'll you'll get a request from me. I'd love to have you take a look okay. at my art. I do I do animal portraits. Oh, wonderful! I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'd love okay. to see that. Um, and Thank then you. Uh, also send me a picture of your dog because uh, I'm picking up a lot of pain oh, immediately. Okay. Um, so I want to, and that's all I'm picking up is just a lot of pain. I don't know where. Um, but if you can send me a picture so I can see him, um, I'll be able to better advise. I, I think you okay. already know some, um, but he, he is showing me a lot of pain. So we need to get that taken care of. Okay. Do you think he still wants to be here? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. Wonderful. Absolutely. Oh. He, he is, if, if, you're, if your question is, is he ready to go, he is not. Wonderful. I yeah I almost thought I was going to lose him a couple of months ago, um, mainly from what vets and people said. But he pulled through, and I'm really happy. Um, it was yeah, kind no, of he's, a, he, he's a fighter. Go ahead. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. He he's a fighter, and he's not ready to go. He is going to fight whatever this is, tooth and nail. But I am seeing a lot of pain, and it's wearing on him. But I need to see okay. where that pain is coming from. So if you can show me a Wonderful. picture. Um, I'll be able to hopefully help you out better. Wonderful. Anything about Bo, who um, um, sometimes? Not yet. Not yet. I'm not because your, your other one's really kind of strong right now. Um, okay. But if you have a picture of Bo, you know, include him as well, and I'll see what I can do with him. Okay. Thank you so much. Can I? I'll just You're tell very you welcome. something. Can I just tell you something about him? Sure. Maybe you can Absolutely. tune in. Um, I rescued him in New Mexico, New Mexico being the number one state of abuse for animals. And even with that, his story got on the news. I didn't necessarily want to take him, but um, anyway, long story short, I did rescue him. And he, I knew within two weeks this was going to be the the best dog I'd ever have. Um, His abuse was horrendous. He was able to come around and forgive people and, and see you know, the good and it was just amazing, amazing, amazing dog. Um, good for you, Pat, dog? for taking him on. Yeah, absolutely. Was was he a fighting dog, Pat? No, they Did used they... him for hunting, hunting okay. dogs. He's a he's a coonhound. And the ignorance out there believes that if you starve them, they'll be hungry for bear. So okay. he only, That's why. yeah. Okay, that's why I thought he was a fighting dog because I I saw him with other dogs and I I saw him being basically kept down, you know, yes. so he had more aggression. So that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pat. Thank you so much for your call. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you all. Bye bye. Thanks. Thank you. Wow. Well, this is just I love hearing you talk to these animals, Dwight. This is so moving. <laughs> My God. I love doing and, it. And I know. 
you do it for for no money. I mean, you do it out of the goodness yep. of your heart. It's fantastic. So we're going to take one more call and then go to a quick break, sure. and then uh, we'll see where we are. And we got to talk about UFOs, too. That's a part of a, our topic tonight. <laughs> so let me just check with this person. I don't know who it is. looks like a Skype call. Hi, you're live on the air. What's your name? Oh, hi. Thank you so much. It's Casey in New York. Hi, nice Casey to meet you New both. York. Same Hi. Here. Do you have a question yes. for Dwight? Yes. Um, Dwight. Hi. Nice to meet yes. you. Hi. Do you see anything with my cat Angel? Did I uh, tell you anything? Uh, yeah, just, just a little bit. Wondering in general, yeah, just... check any messages, anything you see going on with her physically or emotionally or whatever. Okay. Um... Give me a give me an approximate age and a breed real quick. Okay, she seems to be a tabby cat. Um, okay, you know, or you know, some kind of a mix. But she looks like a tabby. There's these striped markings on her forehead, and used to be more pronounced over her body when she was a baby. But a lot of the body kind of morphed into just a gray color. But she still has the stripes around her face and her um, legs and paws. Um, she's nine and a half. Okay. February 4th, she'll be 10. Okay. And your question is, uh, just her general well-being or mental status? Yeah. And, um, is there any way I can have her stop, um, being so aggressive in her play? I mean, I've tried Uh, all kinds of things. I've talked to her, but she still likes to get a little crazy and scratch me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to, as we talk, I'm trying to pick up on her and trying to uh, come up with something here for you. Um, well, you know, if if what I'm picking up is correct, I mean, she's she's kind of a feisty one. She's a lover, but it, yeah. it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much <laughs> to get her, you know, her little trigger tripped and she gets real feisty quick. Um, and she was a rescue, correct? No, I picked her up from a family. Oh, really? So I mean, if I figure I rescued it from them, but um... well, I, I think you did. <laughs> you might have. I think you did, because yeah. I, I, um, I, I don't know if you know the family or if you knew the family or if they were well, not well at uh, all. I answered okay. an ad and I fell in love with Angel. Okay, because I'm, I'm seeing that it wasn't a good situation there. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, that may be a little bit of a a reason for her aggressiveness. I think she was um, played with very hard and teased, I think, would be the best way to describe it. That's what I'm picking up from her right now. Uh, wow. It was uh, very tumultuous, very... Um, and I, I think by the fact that she has calmed down enough where... Because I... I I can feel her heart. She is very much a loving cat when she wants to be. Yes. Okay. So I know it's her I'm talking to. Um, but it doesn't take much, like I say, to trip her. She's got a very much a hair trigger when, you know, she's played with or when she's done, she's done with, uh, you know, with a petting or whatever. Um, yeah. She's got her own little, yeah, she's got her own little schedule. And when she's done, she's done and she lets you know. Sometimes a little too hard, but okay. 
um, I don't think she realizes that she's being as hard as she is because um, I, because of what she went through at an early age. I, I don't yeah. think she really realizes that she's being that hard on you. Uh-huh. Um, but I could, if I could see her, I could hopefully tell you a lot more, but uh, I'm just trying to pick up her through you when you're, when you're, when you're talking to me. Um, yeah, she's a sweetheart. Um, Angel's a good word, a good name for her, like I said, because she does have a heart of gold. Um, but, yeah, she's got a very short, <laughs> very short fuse. Um, she's showing me that, you know, if you pet her too long or you pet her in the wrong spot, she'll definitely let you know. Um, well, I wish she would vocalize instead of letting me know physically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's that's how she does. That's how she learned. You know, that's the only way to got through. I think when she was younger, um, I see her being kind of really roughly played with or teased or something. Um, it was very whatever it was. She did not like it. Okay, so it was meant for you to have her. Um, it was meant for you to answer that ad, whatever it was, for you to get her, um, because it was just not a good situation that she was in. Um, hmm. Maybe she can try yeah. to communicate with her herself. Yeah, it, it's possible. Um, again, if, if there's some way I can get a picture, if you can follow me on Facebook or go to our website, and I'm sure we'll, we'll put it out there, uh, our website and everything, so you can do that. If I can get a picture of her, if you can show me a picture of her, I hopefully be able to tell you more, and maybe I could contact her directly and see if I can you know, get a reason why. Yeah, I would love to. Is there, in cases like this, is there any way to heal, you know, these early wounds that have imprinted the behavior? Or is that that's it? That's the way they are from the early age and it's in their DNA? Well, well you know, and, and animals, in a way, are kind of just like people. Everybody's different. Everybody, you know, mm. can either unlearn or relearn. You know, at nine years old, you know, she's kind of getting up there, but. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, an issue that can't be fixed at least to kind of tone it down a little bit. I, I think she's capable of that from what I'm picking up. Um, again, but if I can see a picture and I can con I can connect with her directly, I might be able to help you out. Great, I will do that. Thank you so much. Okay, Casey, you. thank you for no. your call and go ahead and send that photo over on the Facebook page, okay? Uh, well, actually, I'm not on Facebook right now looking for the... Thank you for I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what is okay, the website? Um, the website, website is, guys, that you wanted to use? Okay. Yeah, the website is Believe Paranormal. That's with two E's, B-E-E-L-I-E-V-E, paranormal.com. You got that, Casey? Yeah, that's an email then. Believe at The email is on his page on our website. Yeah, if you go to the website, there's an email button there. You can hit that and you can email me. Yeah. He just gave you the web URL. That's what you just got. Yeah. So it's believeparanormal.com. Okay, we're going to move on. Thank you so much, Casey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Okay, we'll take one more call. Let's make this quick, and i got to go to commercial break right after, okay? And this is area code 480. You are live on the air. Who's this? Hi, my name is Keisha. Hi, how are you tonight? Okay. And what is your question for Dwight? Oh, a job. Do you see me finding a job soon? Whatever you go. You're kind of breaking up. It's hard to yeah, hear I'm you. Not... We can't okay, hear on. you. Hello? Yes, that's Hello? a little yes. better. Yes, we can hear you. Can you... So what is your question for Dwight? I was wondering, do you see me getting a job and, and whatever? Let's break it up. Up. Yeah, you're still breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I'm well, sorry, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to have to have you just uh, go to the website, believe, B-E-E-Leaveparanormal.com. And Hello, yeah, is that hi, we're having Yes, we're having That's a little bit better, but we got to make this quick. Oh. What is your question for Dwight? <laughs> oh, finding a job. Do you see me finding a job soon? Sorry about that. Oh, okay. So this is a person yeah. reading. Can, can you do that, you guys, or do you, are you only being pets right now? I'm, I'm oh, if you if you right if you now, see so. my dog coming through, do you see my dog coming through? Then I don't know what animals you see coming through. <laughs> Jacku is his name. <laughs> his name is Jacku. Jacku. Um. Is he alive? I'm not. No, he's not alive. No. He's not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not picking up on him. Um. Oh. Uh, no, I haven't heard from him. Sometimes he'll okay. pop in. <laughs> Yeah, but not today, oh. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, he pops in every so often. Okay. Yeah, well, again, I'm not picking up all right. listening, listening to the show so you know that you can send your photo in uh, to Dwight okay. and Rhonda, and they can take a look at when they get off the, with the show tonight. Okay, Keisha, thank you for your call. All right. Bye. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Okay, we're going to take a very short commercial break, and then we're going to come back and talk UFOs, everybody. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio, and we will be right back. Pure essential oil, specialized minerals, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology. Astridium combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian. Beyond your expectations. Are you frustrated with endless mantras, affirmations, and processes that promise to align your life with your dreams only to find yourself years later in the same space where you began? 
Do you feel like you must be doing something wrong because nothing seems to be working? Don't you just wish that someone could shift your consciousness for you and your life could align with your desires without all the effort? Well, your wish is about to come true. Hi, I'm Carrie Cannon, and I have a gift that allows me to align the consciousness of others to be in harmony with their dreams. The best part is, it requires no particular effort on your part. Upon listening to a consciousness alignment, people have reported instant energy shifts, financial windfalls, soulmate connections, healed relationships, physical healings, and more. To gain access to a free trial offer for my entire Manifesting Miracles library of consciousness alignments, go to commandmiracles.com now for details. Again, that's commandmiracles.com for information about our free trial offer. That's commandmiracles.com. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with cosmic fusion and quantum vortex energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the source. With Cosmic Fusion, the source energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, PK, and our tremendous guests tonight. We are having such fun with them. Rhonda and Dwight Hall are here. We have talked to Jesse James. We have talked to the animals tonight that we love so much. And now we're going to talk about another topic we love so much, UFOs. So, guys, you've had your own personal experiences, and you've got your own thoughts and theories. So, please, we want to hear from you. Go ahead. (laughs) 
Uh, well, we do have a, a very interesting story, and this is a MUFON case. Uh, we actually had MUFON come out for this one. Um, it's while we were living in another house uh, down here towards Sierra Vista in southern Sierra Vista, Arizona. And uh, at the time, we were both smokers, and we didn't smoke in the house, so we always went outside. So it was probably 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, and we were going out for our last cigarette. And we went out, and then we looked across the street, which is normally an empty lot. Uh, there's nobody there. It's field, basically. And it's a fence. And it's, a, it's, it's fenced with a wooden, like a split rail fence. It's not anything in a wall. Um, but we looked over mm-hmm. there, and we saw what looked like a single-wide single trailer. We saw light in one window and light coming through the door. The door was open, but it looked like almost like there was a sheet on the inside, so you couldn't see in. You could just see light. And we were just like, wow, that's strange. First off, how did they get it in there? We didn't hear them. And secondly, how did they get it in there at all? With the light hooked up to electricity. Yeah, and, and hooked up to electricity and everything. We're like, that. wow, that is really strange. And we just we just kind of blew it off, really, and went back inside. We kind of talked about it a little bit, went inside, went to bed, got up the next morning, gone, nothing there. And we went over there. There was nothing, no tire tracks, no nothing. And we were like, okay, this is weird. So we we talked to some people and somebody said, hey, I got a friend in MUFON. You really need to tell them the story. So we did. We contacted MUFON. They sent a, a case worker out and took down everything, and we find out that that exact type of UFO sighting has been frequent in southern Arizona, where it looks almost like a single-wide trailer that just... It's very familiar. Yeah, something familiar to people, so it doesn't, I guess, you know, stick out or (laughs) cause any concern or whatever, but, I mean, it was so strange that because there's no way to get anything like that into that lot. There's just no way. You can't pull anything now, into there. Here's the other thing that I find very fascinating about your experience. Here you are, you're outside having a smoke, and you look over, and it doesn't sound like this was very far from your, your no. porch area where you were standing, but yet you didn't go over to it. And that, we, we, to me, right. knowing the two of you and the, the <laughs> investigators that you are, that you didn't walk over there tells me a lot. Well, it was, you know, this is in southern Arizona. I mean, we are 30 miles from the Mexican border. Um, so it's very rural area. There's no street lights. So we did walk up to our fence, but we didn't venture outside the fence because it was pitch black other than this what looked like a trailer and the the little light coming from inside of it. Um, we have wild animals out here, so, you know, we, we're not really <laughs> adventurous in the dark. Smart move. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know that, Patricia Kirkman. Um, sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were apprehensive, but, again, it looked like a trailer. A trailer. So... Um, you know, it was not that abnormal until, you know, we got up the next morning and went outside and it, there was nothing there. 
Do you think that there was a ship there and they kind of had you think it was a trailer? Because we know they can imprint thought. Right. And and that's what the MUFON person said, that the other sightings that they've had, very identical to ours, it was the same thing. It wasn't a a cause of concern or a feeling of concern with all the witnesses. It was like, oh, there's a new trailer. And it was kind of just a blase (laughs) kind of an attitude. But, you know, let me kind of footnote this story with fast forward ahead about a month. We were at another house, which was literally in the backyard because we were living in like a a part of a a big trailer. And then we moved to a a single wide in kind of the back. Same lot. Same lot. And I was washing dishes towards the evening time. It was dark outside or almost dark, dark. And along our fence line, I see something running on two legs about maybe, gosh, two and a half, three feet tall in the dark. And I just saw the silhouette running. And I mean, I'm former military. I'm former law enforcement. I'm not, you know, you know, uh, I'm not someone who just jumps to conclusions real quick, but that really kind of startled me. And I immediately, I told her, I said, shut the lights down. I got my gun and I went outside with a flashlight. With a flashlight. I mean, it was that, you know, stirring to me and we looked all over the place and couldn't see anything, but clearly it was something on two legs, kind of a grayish, you know, dark color running on two legs right along our fence line. Oh my goodness! Now, That's scary. <laughs> yeah, that, that was scary. scary. I mean, it 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 kept us up for a while because you know. <laughs> Did you find any traps the was, next <laughs> You know, we didn't because there was a lot of weeds and stuff and and tall grass, which oh. also kind of raised an eyebrow with me because you know here's something running, full speed two on two legs through high grass at night. I know that yard, and I wouldn't do it because there's a lot of, you know, holes and stuff like that. And this thing didn't skip a beat. I mean, it zipped. So it, wow. that's what kind of frightened me, so to speak, enough to where I just grabbed my gun and I went outside, told her, shut the lights down in the house. I'm going out. Yeah. And now that night, did you notice anything strange in the sky? You know, we didn't notice anything strange in the sky, but I, I will say this, that uh, we didn't hear any uh, dogs barking, and we had a lot of dogs mm-hmm. around in, in yards. Strange. But nobody was barking. It was completely silent out. So I don't know what that meant. Too. That kind of gave me the eerie feeling when I went outside because I was expecting mm-hmm. to hear dogs. Nothing. I mean, it was just silent out there. And yeah, you know, you know, I did look up in the sky, heard, but. We've heard on the show, and I'm going to share this with you guys, is that when everything goes silent like that, and people have talked about that often, right before they see something paranormal and that they just cannot explain, but right before it happens, they say it goes silent. And what we've been told is that is the magnetic field collapsing. And when the magnetic field collapses, total silence, and that's when... Strange things can come in or go out. So ah, that's what we've heard. Very interesting. Share that. 
you know, it's, yeah. that is interesting. And, you know, the, uh, I guess the reason it really bothered me so much is because obviously from earlier, you know, I'm an animal communicator. So I was hoping to hear dogs so I could try to connect to see if they saw something. But nothing. I mean, absolutely silent. And that, it really kind of shook me. That would be eerie. Yeah. That was very startling. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've moved on you know, from I, that location, I'm, I'm sure, right? You're no longer there. <laughs> we are. We are not. No, we are. You know, not there anymore. And I'm one of those oh. kind of people that when I look up into the sky, and I see something that is not a satellite or is not the space station, you know, I'm always jokingly, "Come and take me." You know, I'm always. I'm one of those people. But you know, when you see something that you can't explain. <laughs> Um, it's a little bit scary. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you. <laughs> Imagine so. It does. It, yeah, it can make you just pause because it's like, I mean, you're dealing with something so unknown, and it's still partially hidden because you said you saw that it was a dark gray color, but no features, and only no. that it was uh, walking through this or running through this area without any problem. So it clearly wasn't human to be able to do something like that over that rough terrain. No. No. And it would have had to have been about a five-year-old child with the height of this thing. So I knew that was not even an option. No, that's Mm. right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were armed. That's always good. (laughs) Yes. Very good thing. Uh, Jesse would be proud. (laughs) But, you know, we've we've so, had all kind of you know being out here we see all kind of stuff in the sky, um, so we we try to keep as much as we can. We try to keep an eye to the sky when we're out or we go outside. And um, you know, southern Arizona is just a, a hotbed. You know, for for whatever reason. Um, and we know, do have a couple of military bases in southern Arizona, so so that could that be, could be yeah. one reason. Well, yeah. that's true. Never thought about that. But a girlfriend that said that uh, her family lived near the border and uh, they used to sit on the roof of the garage and watch all this activity at night. They thought it was quite normal and never thought about it being anything else. I thought, oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Now, what are your thoughts? You said you also had your own, you've had your own personal experiences. You even saw the Phoenix Lights and what? Are right. your thoughts about all this? I mean, is it half ours, half theirs? Is it extraterrestrial, interdimensional? What do you think's going on? You know, I've I've thought about this a lot, and uh, you know, I think definitely it's extraterrestrial. Um, I I really believe that you know they've had a sustained contact with the human race for a very long time, all the way back to the Anunnaki coming in which I believe were extraterrestrials, you know, way back thousands of years ago. Um, I absolutely, and I don't want to, you know, sound like this big government conspiracy theorist person, but I absolutely believe that the government has already had face-to-face contact. Um, you know, some I, portion of the government. I, of some portion of the government. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, my personal feeling is, you know, they're coming back to check on us. Um, 
you know, I, I really think that they had something to do with all of us being here, you know, thousands and thousands or millions mm-hmm. of years ago, whatever you want to say. Um, and I think they're coming back and checking on us to see our progress, um, to Make see sure if we're we ready yet. Blow each other up. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I really believe that. And, you know, I, I also believe that, you know, a lot of people you know, on earth today just wouldn't be able to handle it if they just, you know, showed up like Independence Day, the movie, um, you know, mm-hmm. people just lose their minds. Um, so I think they're, you know, staying back because I think they know that they're, I mean, they're smart. They traveled here. They, you know, they're not, they're not dumb creatures or, you know, dumb entities. Um, you know, some of them I think could be actual inter- interdimensionals. Um, I, I honestly believe that the, uh, Rendlesham Forest over there, you know, that incident over there in Rendlesham Forest in, in the UK. Um, yeah. I, on, I honestly believe that that was not an actual UFO from another planet. I think that was an interdimensional visitation just by the, you know, the way the, you know, the markings, the markings on the ship were and how it, you know, flew and everything else. I just really psychically and everything else just tells me that that was more of a interdimensional or even a time travel situation. It could have been. I mean, we've had Larry Warren on the show who was there at the time and saw this unfold mm-hmm. and was then literally beaten into silence, but it didn't stop him. He still is talking about that incident today. And uh, there right. are people, I guess, soldiers that were on site that did touch this craft. And there is somebody, I think, who spent some time trying to decode the symbols. So, mm-hmm. yeah, right. it, it's fascinating to, to us that there have been so many adventures like this, whether they've been on military bases with our nuclear arsenals or Rendlesham Forest and that base, or even Roswell, uh, that people still question, right. are there UFOs? I mean, how can you even ask that question? It just seems so logical <laughs> right, that right. that's just something going on here. Yeah, we may not know exactly what it is, but I think you're right. It's a combination of ET and interdimensional. And I think we've reverse engineered our own stuff. So some of the things that we're seeing, guys, they may be Mm -hmm. long to us. Triangle craft. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like that. So it's hard to tell. And, of course, the the part of the government, if there is part of the government that knows about this, (laughs) they're not sharing their information. Except recently, they can't that. deny it all. Everybody's got a cell phone. Everybody's got the camera in the cell phone. And they, they can't right. put out the fires fast. So exactly. I guess their policy is you won't confirm or deny. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a safe way. You know, don't confirm or deny it and don't which cause is, mass panic. Yeah, and Which is a confirmation. Right. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. they say that we yeah. can't confirm or deny, that tells me That's volumes. a confirmation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It sure is. Oh, my goodness. Now, being in law enforcement, have you ever talked to other law enforcement people that have had their own experiences? Yes. Yes. Um, You know, I've I've talked to other law enforcement who have, you know, seen and documented, you know, craft that they saw flying that shouldn't have been flying, that shouldn't have been able to fly. you know, most of these police officers, um, I, well, 
one of them for sure never even made a report. He just told me, you know, confidentially what he saw and, you know, that he was actually afraid to make a report. They were afraid they were going to take his badge. You know, of course, this is, you know, 30 years ago. So, you know, back then it was a little more hush-hush, I guess. It wasn't as open as it is now. So, um, but, yeah, I have talked to, you know, I would say several, you know, law enforcement over the years that have seen stuff and uh, some have reported it, some have not. Um, Hey, maybe this could be your next book. Yeah, yeah, you never know. You never know. Hey, why not? (laughs) Why not? Well, we're coming down to the end of our show, unfortunately. We've had so much fun with both of you. Rhonda, I'm sorry not feeling better. And I know, Dwight, you're catching whatever that is, too. So we hope that you'll both recover quickly. And we'd love to have you back on the show anytime. And... Also, would you please give out your Facebook page again and your website for people who want to contact you about your book, about your event coming up in May, which we will also announce as we come closer to that, and also how to get a hold of you to speak with their animals. So the Facebook page is Animal Speak. Um, the website is Believe Paranormal, spelled with two E's, B-E-E-L-I-E-V-E, paranormal.com. Um, what else are we? And you can get to the Facebook page. Oh, you can get to the Facebook page, yeah, through uh, Animal Speaks. You, you can find Request White or myself um, for a reading. And, uh, yeah, the event's going to be great. It's coming up in next May. We have Willie mm-hmm. Ames, Jennifer Runyon, and Jimmy Petnino. And great PK. lineup. And PK. Yep. Yay. PK, our very own Supernatural Girls representative, will be there. Okay, everybody. Well, again, thank you so much. Be sure to send your photos of your pets in on uh, the Facebook page and also contact Rhonda and Dwight. Hey, you may have a story that could fit into their next book, so be sure to talk to them about that. And next week, everybody, we have an exorcism story for you that you will not believe. Well, you will because you heard it from us, so you know it's real. But it's a new exorcism story. It's quite spooky. So be sure to join us next week, everybody, for another exciting show. And until then, see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls. You guys still there? We are. Yeah, I can keep the board up if you guys wanted to chat some more, or you guys can just make your plans to talk about the event whenever. That's fine. 
Yeah, we'll 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 talk to Patricia um, another time, another night, another day about the event. Okay, when you're feeling better, I hope. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, thanks for trooping through it. I know it's hard when you don't feel good, but you guys did a great job. Thank you very much. Thanks Thank for having you. us on. Thank you. It's fun. Good night. Bye. Okay. Good night. Feel better. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.